0: This is CliffCentral.com 360biz on CliffCentral.com
1: It is 360.com, my name is Deborah Homer 40 Welcome to another exciting installment of 360biz You know whenever you hear us on a It is a beautiful Wednesday evening You know this is a show that brings you all things business We bring in subject matter expect. We bring in regulators We bring in you know what Game changers, shapeshifters. But however, uh, today I must say I'm bringing a different breed of people. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to actually um, bringing them onto the mic. Um, you know what? Um, growing up in the township, they say, you know, you're home alone. It's very steady. So I've got women in the house. <laughs> so I've definitely um, have a woman in the house. And my boy, Bulalani, we don't know whether he's still coming or not. But however, the business continues. Business of the day. I'm with my girl, Tseho. How you go?
0: I'm good. Welcome back.
1: No, good. Thanks. We man. missed you. You're welcoming me late. I was I here know, last week.
0: No, but I wasn't here last week.
1: Oh, okay. So we missed you. Welcome no, back. No, thank you very much. Um, it's good to, to, to be back. It's good to definitely yeah. be entering. Yeah. So Tseho, tell me, um, you are a woman. Um, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think so? <laughs> Okay. It's obvious. Oh okay. Yeah, so so as, as as a woman, um a young woman, black woman, um in South Africa and uh, in Africa and in the world, um are you being accommodated?
0: Hmm partially.
1: Is it? Partially. But you know the song This is a man's partially. world, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, partially because there's just, there's still so much that needs to be done in Mm -hmm. terms of women empowerment in Africa as a whole. And you know, there's still countries in Africa where women are still seen as, um, Mothers who need to stay at home and mm-hmm. you know take care of the household, and that's their role, so there's still a lot of education and um um empowerment around women in Africa as a whole, so not enough is being done mm-hmm.
1: yeah oh okay, no, so you want us you feel we need to do more,
0: yeah. Definitely.
1: But I thought we're doing enough. I mean, we're giving you our houses, we're giving you our credit cards, we're giving you groceries. It's not enough. Oh, is it? It's not enough. Oh, okay. No, Tseho is saying it is not enough. I mean, we're talking the state of women in the SA economy. I mean, ensuring women's full participation within the South African economy is essential. If ideals for equity, I mean, prosperity and sharing inclusive growth are to be achieved. However, women around the world have historically faced numerous barriers to their engagement in the economy. These barriers reduce their employability, constrain um, their ability to participate in their own um, terms, restrict the options available to them, and limit their likelihood of utilizing their full potential. Many of these barriers exist today and may take various forms. Um, Some of these uh, barriers may be legislated out of existence. Although enforcement and other actors and, and other factors within society, I mean, importantly, those through some of these barriers are the manifestation um, of um, attitude, assumptions and remedy than others. But they must be tackled if the South African envisaged in the constitution is to be realized there are the organizations all or the organizations in the country that are providing solutions to such uh, barriers we know most of these women and most of these organizations are definitely there and we know that for me i've always said for the fact that there's only 1% of women in our country um that are sitting in the jse listed companies that it is definitely an error on its own It's something that definitely needs to be changed and it takes men like us that I think are civilized to actually give these women opportunities. Women are on the rise Africa. It is a network of all like-minded future female leaders from diverse professionals background who share a common vision of supporting and developing women and creating a more inclusive and representation, a representative society. And the objective of women on the rise Africa is to provide a space for women from all walks of life and profession to unite, mobilize and collectively lobby. For social change, it is about going beyond hashtags and creating a vehicle of implementing widespread social change while promoting female-centric leadership through um, uh, various efforts, uh, through various events and social development initiatives. Um, women, WOTRA uh, also provides an opportunity for partners to develop their networks, harness their potential, and make meaningful and lasting impact on their communities while positioning themselves to rise in their various spheres. I mean, I love the name Women um, on the Rise. It's definitely something that I want to hear. Why Women on the Rise? I mean, to talk about the state of women in SA economy, we have the honor for welcoming our incredible guest. In studio, we've got a good friend of mine, None other than Ms. Vuiswa Mochekwan, who's the CEO of the South African Institute of Black Property Practitioners. She is a serial entrepreneur, a strategist who has built a successful career in fashion, retail, marketing, and events. I mean, she's often um, referred to as a maverick and a pioneer in the field and being one of the first uh, clothing boutique owners, um, what is now a trendy um, 70 Uda Premfontein Design District. I mean, let me take this opportunity to welcome my friend then um, I'm going to welcome my other friend. And I saw my good friend Busi just walked in as well. We're going to get an opportunity to actually welcome her on the show. How are you, my girl? Hello, good
2: friend. How are you? <laughs> I'm
1: good and you? I'm very well. No, good thing. Me and you, I know we know you as, okay, I understand. You know, the good thing with you is that, you you, you know, people will reinvent themselves. ne no? um and Madonna, and Madonna that's me oh. <laughs> yeah so from 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 being a fashionista um you know um for 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 a dear friend of ours um that you, you literally made a name for yourself and you decided to do this change now come into property and unfortunately, we're not speaking property today, but I know I'm going to bring it back. We saw that we talked property, right? Yes. Def- absolutely. Definitely. But obviously, there's somebody that might be hearing of you for the first time. Um, I know some of the women that I've invited for them to join me today. I don't know who you are. Maybe do you want to tell us who you are and what is that you do?
2: Thanks. Uh, Deborah, Hon. thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, and you're right. I am, I am a bit of a Madonna. Um, I've had the good fortune of, uh, you know, Having quite a, a varied and diverse career, I did start out in the fashion industry as a retail buyer and a trend forecaster. Um, I owned my own boutique and engaged in a number of other entrepreneur, entrepreneurial <laughs> ventures, um, including, you know, starting an events business, which was a very successful events business under the name of the Other Girls. Okay. Um, I then joined. The South African Institute of Black Property Practitioners, mm-hmm. um, otherwise known as Cybib, about uh, just under three years ago. And really my journey into the property sector started there. And it's, it's again, that's just been an amazing journey immersing myself in this very interesting and dynamic industry. Um, and, you know, here we are today. I've recently founded Women on the Rise Africa, which, Um, although I like to call it a passion project, I think it's a lot bigger than that. Mm -hmm. I think it's something that has been burning inside of me for years. Okay. And speaks ultimately to, uh, you know, my, my love, my love for women. I mean, it sounds so basic, but I have a genuine love and admiration and adoration of Mm. women because I understand just how powerful and divine and Underrated women are, and I also understand the, um, you know, the impact that women can make in driving development in this country and in the continent in general. I mean, if I look at some of the most exciting leaders, uh, you know, like um, uh, what's her name, Ellen, Ellen Johnson, Johnson Johnson Johnson. Johnson. yeah, Ellen Johnson Sirleaf, Mm -hmm. and she just received that Mo Ibrahim Leadership Prize, which they were unable to give Mm -hmm. to any other leader for 2 or 3 years because African leaders were just not stepping up to the plate. Hmm. And she is just such an incredible example of what can be done mm-hmm. when women are given the platform to lead and when women are given the and when I say given I'm not saying someone needs to give them the opportunity. I'm saying when women themselves rise to the occasion mm. and take the opportunity and take up leadership positions we can see incredible things some of our finest minds in this country are women but they're just unfortunately very underrated and and they don't have the opportunity and the space to come to the fore so you know this is something that was really very important to me and I felt that we need a space mm. as women to go beyond the high T's and the networking sessions and the endless mentorship programs. And I'm not saying mentorship isn't good. I'm just saying at which point do we as women collectively pool our voice and our numbers Hmm. and our minds and our capabilities and actually start demanding the change we want to see. So although it's a very new initiative, it's already gained a lot of traction. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I think because it's resonating with a lot of, young women out there from all walks of life. Um, We're all experiencing challenges in our various um, professional spheres. And I think we all understand that it is our responsibility as the women of 2018 to pave the way for the future women Mm. so that they don't have to deal with the, Nyols that we are dealing with today. I don't have a more professional word. I don't know what nyols is in English, but we don't want it at the end of the day. Yeah,
1: no, it's, it's not me. It's, it's, it's the friends I keep. Before I move on to my other friend, let me welcome my boy, Bulalani. But, how are you, Fana? Hello, everybody. I'm in the building. <laughs> it's a Wednesday, man. It's beautiful. The room is colorful. Mm. Ladies, beautiful ladies all around. And I've met the love of my life. The baby. <laughs> hey, <your laughs> name baby. Nah, man, I'm happy to be here today. Mm. Yeah. No, but then these women, they're saying they're tired of us giving, the, uh, giving them credit cards in our homes. They want more.
2: Uh-uh, no. Whoa. Whoa. no one's, check, check, check. No one's, <laughs> no one's opposing. Check out everyone just going to not NARF. Uh-uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, it's <that's> fine. Right. <laughs> we'll get to hear more.
2: We want it all. Oh, the okay. credit cards, the homes, and Everything. the oh, presidency.
1: It? Oh, okay. No, let me welcome my uh, other friend. Uh, Dee, take this opportunity to hi to our listeners. Tell us who you are and what it is that you do.
3: Oh, my gosh. Um, my name is Dee Busseng, and... Um, I basically do a lot of things. So I, I was in the banking industry, and I moved over to the football industry, and I decided to food, to move over to the school industry. Now, <laughs> 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 where yeah. I am, i based. And you're um, passionate
1: about women. Don't
0: leave that. I on that.
3: I'm very much passionate about women. We have a um, small networks. When she's talking about, I'm tired of high teas. I think. I I looked on, at I I'm, looked at you. <laughs> I'm on that note and I want to to actually stress the demand that we need to 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 to, to, to actually take out as women to, to to it's ours, like let, let's just have it. Mm. It's just mm. ours. Mm. And the fact that we've got so much power in us and um we just need not just professionals to actually be able to Step up in the fall to ignite the power that the women already have, but we we need the professionals to go out there. My my only, my only passion now is that if I'm a professional as I am and I'm able to make all the mullahs that I'm able to make, what about the child in the Eastern Cape? Agreed. Yeah. How how is she? How is she being received wherever she is? How Mm. is, how is she looking life as it is? Where is she drawing the inspiration from? Because the truth, the truth of the matter is we are camera lights flash action in, in Mm. Joburg. Mm. What are we doing in our rural? I had an opportunity to be raised in a rural, um, background Mm. and it is, it, it's needed. Like, we are needed, you know, uh there. So Women on the Rise, when I read about it, I didn't know about it. And when I read about it, and I actually so- thought to myself, this could be one of the most initiatives that we could use to actually impact that little okay. child that goes out every day and go um, <laughs> to the river, with a donkey, and bring the water home. Hmm. That's what I did and i would like to change that i am very much passionate most importantly about the women now in the classroom as we speak who are they looking up to it's definitely not their teachers wow
1: mm. hmm. mm. yeah no but he's uh, uh, please come closer um you know uh, yeah no <laughs> can you, i
3: just say just
2: looking at you you don't even look like you've ever even seen a donkey <laughs> 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 You are so glamorous. <laughs> and, like... No, I've been there. I've been there. You yeah. don't even look like you've
1: been no, there. I'll anyone. take you there. I can't. <laughs> <quit>. <laughs> no, this this girl is as rural as I know. You, you <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, Bahija, take this opportunity to say hi to our listeners. Tell us who you are and what is you are. Hi,
4: everybody. I'm Bahija. I have... um. Not been in studio before, um, (laughs) just kind of came along to have a conversation um, with everyone. Um, I come from a development background, I've worked with young people, and obviously being a woman, I am very, um, uh, what is the word, Um, I'm all for women empowerment and making sure that um, there's proper representation. In all walks of life um, And women are the flag bearers Of our nation, I believe um, We are always there We are standing strong um, And we just need to rise and shine A little bit more
1: mm. yeah. Baheija, um <coughs> d- did Didi just said something Very crucial um, you from Cape Town um, She's from Eastern Cape v-
2: <laughs> 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 Flash, Flashy okay. as they come, girl. So, <laughs> so, so you see why <laughs>
1: she's not. Get, re- you see why play? she's not. She's not <laughs> relevant for this question. So, so um, she's she's raising a valid point to saying all this is to be happening to housing seems mm. to be happening in Joburg. Do you understand? I want to ask Budelani. She's from here. He's from here. Do you understand? Tseho from Pretoria, um, and stuff. Do you understand? So to say, all this is happening, uh, but right now. Where you come from, where she comes from in rural areas there's nothing happening there. Mm. Do you know why do you think it's the case though for we having worked for an organization that isn 't too developed for fifteen plus years or whatsoever um it's something that is it's not something that is new. Do you understand rural areas and semi rural areas are being neglected, and right now women there that 's when they are being abused that 's when they are you know, mm. going through all these things. And most importantly, mm. um, they're not <coughs> getting an opportunity to have an open economy or to participate in the economy.
4: Mm. I, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's quite indicative to um, the culture and the traditions that, um, that have come um, from uh, the backgrounds mm-hmm. um, and the history specifically of our country. Um, I think also just from a cultural perspective, um, there's a certain role that women have to play within the community and within the family. And unfortunately, based on um, what the men menfolk, um, I would say, are not necessarily doing, women are um, needing to take up the actual role um, of the actual hunter. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that actually have to go out and to – earn the living and to Mm. make it happen Mm -hmm. because, unfortunately, whatever the socioeconomic situation or whatever the situation of the environment is, um, the men are not necessarily stepping up to the plate. And what they are doing is just creating um, uh, – there's a level of um, frustration and – that frustration is then obviously taken out on the supposed weaker, weaker sex, which is the ladies. So there is a lot of abuse. There is a lot of, um, um, yeah, just um, things that sh- should not be happening um, in a healthy society. Um, and unfortunately, women bear the brunt of it, um, where they have to <coughs> basically be everything, the protector, the hunter, the gatherer, the um, the provider. And um, it, it it is problematic, but it's what's happening, mm-hmm. and it's something that we need to look at.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. D- did it mean it's it's not easy being a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Here was I thinking it's easy because you see some some women on social media they are just flashing sexiness. Opportunities open, mm-hmm. you know. Others they just but fleshing.
3: real women sit in computers, oh and think.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
3: Real woman. Are we talking about women that? wonder what tomorrow brings for her mm. and wonder what change can she make in, mm. in, into the country. So we're talking about women that I don't have time to post on I'm, I just don't have time to mm. post on Instagram. I'm just thinking how do I impact the next person?
1: Mm. Mm. Let me bring in my girl Natasha Ali. Hello. Uh, who's an author of a book called Hair <laughs> Story, Daughters of Mujaji. I'm having this book in my hand. So when you turn this book around, it says "Umlando wake amato You know, so and 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 this book, and when you open it up, um, le, le, let me read up what it says. It says, "Her story, um, sto, um daughters of Mujaj Most of history excludes or uh, underplays the role that women play in society. Um, the her story series uh, tells this uh, series of women across the African continent." um you know african okay or the story uh, features 30 south african women and women groups whose stories have important lessons for girls and women everywhere mm-hmm. so um maybe okay w- say hi to our listeners first tell us Hello, um, who listeners. you are <laughs> and and tell us about some of these women that you wrote about and why did you decide to write um a book about you know about women why didn't you write about men <laughs> Uh, I mean, we're the one running (laughs) businesses We're the ones We're the CEOs And, you know
5: Yeah, you and I are going to fight in the parking lot after this (laughs) (laughs) I can guarantee Um, My name is Natasha Ali Um, I have seen a donkey before I'm also a proud born and bred Drobog girl So keep all of that to yourself Um, I'm the projects manager for the Oliver and Adelaide Tambor Foundation Um and then by night, I guess, I moonlight as a children's book author as of about a month ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I wrote the book with two of my very good friends, Baba and Tandi. And we wrote the book just because... Okay, I, I need to say from the outset, none of us are mothers. So it, it we weren't writing for our own children. We're writing for the children of South Africa. And I say children because as much as it's called Her Story, we need little boys and little girls to Mm -hmm. read this book. Like you said, it's the stories of 30 women and women's groups, so it's little biographies um, adapted for children. Um, And we wrote it just because when we were little, and I think until very recently, there are very few stories about South African women. And you were asking Bahija, like... Um, every, all the work she does, you know, why is there, you know, we're seeing an increase in gender based violence and things like that. Why is that? And she explained, and rightly so, that even though women's roles are changing and increasing, whether hunters, whether gatherers, whether protectors, whether mm. caregivers, society and culture isn't adapting as fast as women's roles. Okay. So that level of discrepancy between, What women do and the role men feel they're still entitled to is causing so much Mm -hmm. angst in society. Mm -hmm. And we wrote this so that when little girls especially read it, they need to know that you come from a line of incredible South African Mm -hmm. women. Whether you're white, you're black, you're colored, you're Indian, you're Asian, whatever it is, the women of this country, and these are just 30, but the women of this country are Bosses, like it's incredible, and this was the most amazing journey. Just writing about, researching, and writing about these women, um, because we don't realize we we're afterthoughts mm. of society, and we the what's happening is very important. That a lot of policies are changing to include women but the mechanisms to implement those policies are pathetic Mm. Mm. they're non-existent whether it's legal or administrative or whatever it is it's still pathetic it's completely inefficient Mm. so we wrote the book just so that girls know you know and we we deliberately tried to write the book so that it wasn't that despite her being black she became or whatever. Okay. It was with her blackness with her disability, with her whatever, this is who she became and you can be whatever you want to be with your circumstances.
1: Yeah. So so now I'm looking at these women yes. that that you wrote about. Yes. Um it's business woman. Some
5: um yes.
1: it's artist woman. Yes. It's women that are that I'm, have done amazing stuff. Yes. Um amongst themselves. Are you putting emphasis that we've got women in leadership or women that are doing amazing stuff? Or what's the people? Why these women?
5: All of the above. It's that women are in whatever sphere they are dominating. And not necessarily, they're not dominating only because they're women. They're Mm -hmm. dominating and they're women. Is it? So they're pioneers and mavericks, like you say, Mm -hmm. and they're women. Hmm. One of the women is Nunkululeko Gobodo, and she was hmm. one of the first chartered accountants. She's in Taduba. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And I mean, to to start what is now the fifth biggest accounting firm in the country hmm. is massive. Hmm. And no, very few people know her story. Hmm. So if I said to you, who is. Oh gosh. Bessie Head, would you know? No. <laughs> exactly. And this is why we need these stories to be told. Mm-hmm. And how you were saying to Bahija like she comes from a development background or whatever. The problem is also, it's cool to sit here, as you say, in the bright lights and flashiness of Joburg and what's been done mm-hmm. in rural area. But that it shows that we need civic education and that's what we try to do. We need people everywhere to know these are your rights, these are your responsibilities, mm. these are the spheres that you can go into. These are the things you are entitled to.
1: Yeah. No, let, let me bring in a woman who in finance. Um you spoke of um you know the the the, the, the lady of Kobordo. Mm. Um, I'm sitting here with Miss Busi and uh, Silesio, um who's an internationally accredited money coach. Mm. Busi Say hi to our listeners um, and tell us quickly what you do.
6: Thank you. Thank you, Dewoko, for inviting me again. Mm. And as you said, International Christian Money Coach, well, that's a very, <laughs> um, well, does not really mean much other than the fact that I am dedicated to helping someone who says, you know, I've tried. All that I could mm-hmm. try, and money is still not part of my life. Okay. Money is still not, I mean, if you are the breadwinner, you just want to have the money. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about saying can we put all. The challenges that we have behind us and focus on what it matters the most to us Mm. because going to work every morning when you don't like your job or running a business that is really taking so much out of you and your life and Mm. your kids and your family is not what we were here for. Mm. We were here to enjoy life, Mm. and it's either I mean, you could be a woman, you could be a man, we are all here to enjoy life Mm. so if we are not doing these amazing things that we were made to be and mm. we're just focusing on paying bills it means that we were here for bills and we were never here for okay
1: bills. so your you, your book is, is asking an interesting question why black people don't have money so so i want i want to ask why are women not in the mainstream economy
6: that's a very good question. On chapter ten, on this book, I talk about money and women. Hmm. Chapter which, ten. Let
1: me go there. <laughs> yeah, while you talk? Yeah,
6: which I'm um, I'm 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 letting the light of us. We we've been taught different um, things that are currently blocking us as women to be in the main economy. One thing we've been told That we need to stay at home And make babies Mm -hmm. And I mean I remember when I got married The first thing that I I Thought I was supposed to do Is wash and cook And you know Do stuff for the other person That I'm married to And it just did not happen I did not think that I was supposed to be doing this But society was looking For Mm -hmm. me to do that But I'm not that person I'm someone who goes out And makes business And I don't have time to wash And and do all this (laughs) You know (laughs) Stuff Um. that's supposed to happen So when I said No this is not me and I really judged myself for saying, I don't want to bat my kids. I don't want to be, you know, doing all this. I just want to hug them and give them love and do what I know that I know to how to do best. So we have been taught to self-sabotage ourselves. I mean, when I sit with women, there's one lady that I sat with that was starting a business that is really doing well. I mean, she, she runs this great wine business. Mm. She has the orders, but she never makes the money. But her p- biggest problem was that when she got married, she took a loan. Now, this loan was for her and her husband to buy a house. Mm-hmm. So what happened was she, um, she, well, the husband had money that he saved up. Obviously, he was paying Lobola and that. But she did not save up anything because she was told that the day you get married, you are going to be bought a house by your husband, which is something that we don't I mean, we mm. are taught this. This is how life is supposed to be. So she gets there. The husband says, we need to pay for the the, the, the deposit for the house. Huh? And now they need to pay 50-50. So the deposit is 100000 So he pays the 50. She doesn't have the 50. So she needs to go and do a loan. So she does the loan for 50 grand. And they pay the house and they have a house. Twen- 12 years later, she hasn't paid this loan. She tries to pay it. And when she's about to finish it, she just does something happens and she gets to, she goes back to square mm-hmm. one. But now she says uh, also <clears throat> the business is not doing well. So the two things that we found out was that she never wanted to take care of her f- family in terms of making money because now that I'm in this situation, this situation says the man is supposed to provide for me, but she was actually very angry with the same man for not buying the house for asking her to buy the house herself. (laughs) But this was in her subconscious mind. she It's not logical. You don't wake up in the morning and think I'm really angry for buying my own house. Mm -hmm. But you actually will sabotage yourself to not win in business, to not win in corporate, to not Mm. be the CEO and be the mom. Because we were also taught, something that I talk about there, that we're always taught we need to sacrifice. So I can't be the wife and and everything. You know, I can't be the thing in business and be in the office Mm -hmm. and, and you know do that and then come back and be the perfect wife and a lot of women that i coach are choosing <laughs> they will tell you i'm going to choose to be a wife and this or i'm going to choose to be the one that's doing that so we self sabotage all the time it's not because men are stopping us men don't actually stop us from doing anything but we've been mm-hmm. taught things that are in our subcom- subconscious mind Some Well, do. <laughs> they don't do it literally we actually project the energy we, 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 we <laughs> what we do we project the energy towards them so there's a lady that I just was coaching this uh, morning. She says to me, she now does not have money because she's taking care of her boyfriend, well, husband, because he actually paid Globola for her. but now he lost his job and he's staying at home. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's so many stories of her trying to save people and getting into so much debt that today we are actually having this coaching session because she doesn't have money and she wants to come out of this. But we, we we just saw a whole trend of that. But what is happening right now is that she wants to take care of him again. He had to get the most amazing thing happening to his life, lost his job. Why? Because she is projecting the energy of wanting to take care of him, but this is all subconscious. we do not do it literally. We don't wake up in the morning and deciding i want to take care of this man
5: okay and okay i
1: i i wanna i wanna come i wanna come
5: yeah, why are you laughing
1: okay i will i will i will I will get to that, but maybe before I get to that v yes, a woman participating in the mainstream economy
2: of course. And, and this is the irony of it, is that this economy wouldn't exist without women. We are the biggest consumers of stuff. You know, we're buying the groceries. We are keeping all these businesses open. We're keeping the lights on in most places. We are mm-hmm. listening to radio. We are buying the goods. We are feeding children. We are paying school fees. We're doing all the things. I think the real question perhaps you're asking is, are women being recognized for their participation in the economy Mm. and adequately rewarded for their participation in the mainstream economy? And that's where I say, no, it isn't happening. So in the same way that you'll find you go into many companies Mm -hmm. where everyone at junior and mid-level, junior and mid-level is all women. Mm. They've got good transformation stats there, 65%, (laughs) 70% female in junior and middle. You know why? Because that's where the work needs to happen. Mm Then when it comes to the levels where you can spend half your life going to golf days and having endless board meetings, basically not working, uh, then suddenly there's an abundance of men, you know, there's also, and I'm not, I'm not bashing men, but I'm just saying guys, these are, these are facts. We can pull these facts. You know, another thing I also raised recently was this trend now, um, where these companies stuff up royally. I use Uber as an example. And as soon as they stuff up and they fire the male CEO, what do they they do?
1: They employ the female CEO. They employ
2: a female CEO. With a broom. Preferably, (laughs) preferably a woman of color. So So they go to the bottom of the disadvantage pile and fetch someone from there. Look at Steinhoff. Same thing. They've now, can you imagine that a whole Steinhoff has a black woman CEO? Can you imagine that? Hmm. That would have never happened two years ago had they not stuffed up. wouldn't
5: have happened. So what I'm saying is that
2: women absolutely Play a giant role in the economy, they're just not receiving the credit for it and they're not being adequately mm. uh, remunerated and <coughs> acknowledged for the impact that they have.
1: Okay, did it no? but the women are participating, but the fact that she's raising it's, it's true. Her, as much as women could be participating, yes, they might not be recognized right now in the mainstream economy, mm-hmm. but however. I've realized women are much more easier or accepting if they have been taken care of by a man. But uh, when they need to be taken care of their men, um, then it's a problem. Why do you think it's the case?
3: I... <clears throat> can I disagree? Because I am not like that. Yes, you can. Okay. Um, yeah. I've heard stories. And sh- um, these are the stories that you will hear, you know, down the street. But I... I think I was raised, I was raised by by a woman. Daddy was there. But I was very, very woman that showed me that you can stand up and do it for yourself. So now, I think everything else that we are going through, Mm -hmm. it actually roots back to where we come from Mm -hmm. as children. And how, how did your mama raise you? And how do you take after your mama and don't take the peer pressure that you actually meet like the... Action, flesh, and light of jawbreak that I want to dress up like and I want to look like I mm. want, but what is it that but you I want? I want to be a queen, so don't <laughs> in judge time, me. Girl, in time girl. <laughs> so, there's nothing wrong in being one in you know being that, but it is very important to align yourself, live within yourself, align yourself with yourself, be in competition with yourself, you know, in, in everything that you else that you're doing. For me, it all comes down. To you, mm. as an individual, um, taking care of men—it's it, not an issue. It's basically not an issue. I don't think it's an issue, as a, a, you know. But that's not what we know. We just don't know that. That.
1: So that's why it's a problem because you don't know it.
3: It. I, I've never seen it. I think it also, it's a problem.
5: I think me. also it can't be the be all and end all of who you are as a woman. Women exactly. are naturally nurturing, exactly. but I mean, it doesn't mean. That you get to take advantage of that Because we're natural caregivers That's ridiculous mm. So it's fine to mm. take care of it's okay, Your it's, partner yeah,
3: But not being yes, for a ride yeah.
6: I, I also have seen that You know Everyone wants to be in a loving relationship I mean Desperate. It could be with your mom It could be <laughs> it Best could be frankly. with anybody, and we all yeah. want to feel love. Yeah. And the thing is, when we make money to be a condition to a relationship, mm. I think that's the problem because we, we could both have money and Bo- be in a great relationship. Bussy,
1: yes. men <laughs> have dated women that have been a money condition all along. Ah, no, but it's true. Please. It's true. There's women that just generally won't date a pro guy. Like right now, in her CEO-ness, she wouldn't date a guy from McDonald's. But can whatever. I tell
2: you, can I tell you, that's more about, and I'm, again, I'm speaking from my personal experience and the experiences that I've witnessed, that's more about the men than the women.
5: Yeah, exactly. So
2: from where I'm sitting, guys, if I can raise children, I can raise a man. I really it doesn't make a difference to me. <laughs> mm.
0: No, uh, but Studies but Now
2: says men prefer women with money. Sure, but what I'm saying is that the problem is that these men... Who the minute they're earning less Whatever Suddenly feel emasculated And start acting mm, up yeah. mm. So And I've I mean I've personally been there I've experienced it myself mm-hmm. So The the money issue Actually tends to be more about men And their own perception of mm-hmm. themselves yeah. And how that then manifests in the relationship Next thing now Brothers Is sulking all the time Or you say Come baby Let's go to um, You know uh, Marble tonight And he's like I don't want to go to Marble Meanwhile <laughs> he's seen yeah. that Hannah Chalet. He so knows gonna he, pay? he knows yeah. that Ish, I'm going to be in public and this woman's going to be paying for us. Less about us, <laughs> more about them. And because the we piece, are empathetic, right? now we we do. I mean, naturally, we do want to not put our partners in a position where they're going yes. to feel emasculated. Then
1: l- let's bring this into the boardroom, don't you think? Then now men take this anger and this frustration that at home and they now bring it to the boardroom, and they're thinking, or yes. well, imagine if ever. Busy's is gonna be my CEO. Do you understand? Didi is gonna be the chairman of the board. Do you understand? And Natasha is gonna be the CFO. What's gonna to happen to me? Mm.
6: Let me give you a, an example, Debo. Mm. Now, in jails, right now, today, there is eighty percent is men, but well, there is yeah. all that that happened, and that's why they are there. But in as a consciousness, all of us, we actually have put some, we've contributed to it. How do we do that? Because you know when a child is born and the doctor says voila, you have a boy. I mean that person for just being a boy is already really, already dedicated yeah. to taking care of somebody. I mean you are like mm. if you come out girl, Really. So if you come out a boy you are then now given this <clears throat> responsibility from day one. From like when you're one second old to take care of someone. But then because no one actually wants to be taken care of another person. We were all here to be taken care of by the universe. So if we are now giving other people the job to take care of us, then they actually do get um, angry with us. And then you find the men are in jail, and they are in jail because they were looking for money. And all men that are in jail, almost all of them, it's either they are there for the money problem, or they are there for abusing a woman.
1: And, and 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 you and, are right and, and those with money problems it's because they're getting the time <laughs> to get the their money woman. for the woman uh,
3: no guys, can you can you just be real and start yeah. ju- just let us raise this generation can we just raise our children knowing that it is okay mm. for another person to be better than you mm. that's it it is okay mm. for divinity to be a ceo of you it, it's okay Hmm. If you can just Installing those feelings Like what you're saying Right now That you raise you, You don't cry You don't You don't Men don't cry Don't have emotions They've got lots of emotions That's why our marriages Are just in tatters it's because they are told from any age that don't cry, can we just raise children to accept that it is okay?
6: Yes, but we have to be first. We can't tell them what to do. We can we need to be those people that do not judge others. For our kids to know not to do that. You start mm. there.
1: Okay. You start there. May, um, 20 <laughs> <laughs> so uh, book says women are creators, so it's natural for women to create. Mm-hmm. So right now um Tash has written about some of the businesses that these women have created. Mm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So uh, right now, in terms of you having been in the space, who are better economic creators between women or men?
2: I am not <laughs> going to respond to this question. It's a silly <laughs> question. It's a silly question. Um, because, yeah. and again, it boils down to how men fundamentally think. Guys, it's not a zero-sum game. Mm. My advancement as a woman Is not your regression As a man Okay mm-hmm. True And unfortunately That's how a lot of men mm-hmm. think the moment. And women And whatever uh, yeah, So people. the point of the matter Is that it's not about God made us both mm. For a specific reason mm. Mm. We have different attributes mm. We have different qualities I have a son He is six years old He fascinates me He's taught me more about men Than all the men I've ever known In my entire life because of the way he approaches life, the way he thinks, I didn't, I didn't condition him to be like that. He came like that. So I'm saying that we need to get to a place, and exactly as Deepa Singh is saying, where we learn to accept each other, and where we teach our children that we're not in competition. No. There's no competition there here. Isn't. The mm. success of a woman is not the regression mm. of a man. In fact, we are stronger together. Mm. That's true <coughs> guys Oh, yeah. I sound like Herman Mashaba
0: <laughs>
1: <Ar-se-be-ting>.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that is
6: so true
1: okay. I like that Arsebiting um, in sebeting, you also having an event On Saturday?
6: Yes um, My book launch for Pretoria We just had one For Joburg last <laughs> weekend So oh. this is 17th March We're having one In Pretoria In <laughs> Montana So it's going to be Really, really great So anyone who likes To do that Come through Will check me on Boosty Sele Show on okay. all the Could social Could you tell medias. us
1: about your book? What is your book about?
6: So my book is about, uh, so like the title that has gotten me in so much trouble, it's <laughs> <laughs> Money and Black People, Why Black People Don't Have Money, How to Heal Your Money story. Okay. It is a two-part book. The first part of the book talks about why as black people, and black people is not the color of skin, so, it is a consciousness. It is you know there is um when we are born <clears throat> the first three years of our lives we we 're not black or white. we are just humans. We are here as consciousness, and we are only using our subconscious mind for that first three years. I think you have seen a one year old that does not see the color of who they are what 's going on here. They just see everybody as total, great, everyone is good. Until we get to start to use our conscious mind, the mind that tells us this is green, this is red, this is cold, this is hot. And we are then now taking up a certain route in our lives. So if I'm then now told that I'm black, that is when I become black. If I'm told I'm white, that's when I become white. And there is black people who are white and white people who are black, actually. So that (laughs) black is not about the color of skin. It's about the consciousness that you we take in. So we can benefit from it. We could take up the benefits or the negative of either one. Mm. So the book is all about the fact that our mindset is the most important thing. Our mindset is the only thing that we have as women or men, as human beings, to change what we want to change in our lives. So it's all about creating. So the first part is totally talking about all the stuff that has gone wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, apartheid is one of the stuff that has gone wrong. Women being... uh, you know put down for whatever reason is, is it, 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 all these things have gone wrong so I, I i talk about what i've seen what i've experienced with my clients i've I, I before writing this book i met up with about 150 people that i all have their stories and that's why i came to to see that we all have the one trend, like I talk about money and men, and no one wants to talk about money and men. In you know, and the truth about the fact that men are really the ones that are suffering more than anybody else, and the fact that women and many women are really trying to not um, be abused by, but we are the ones who actually don't know how to put ourselves first I mean we want to be the mother that does everything we want to be the sister and the cousin and, and and we never take care of ourselves but we actually complain but we are the ones who are not taking we don't put ourselves first we don't say I don't want to do this I actually am this I actually prefer this so, uh, yeah, and mar- and marriage, I talk about money and marriage, I talk about money and struggle, money and debt. And in the second part of the book, it's a 30-day money program where you actually get the chance to sit with yourself and deal with your emotional problems around money. You get the chance to find out what is it about me and money that is not going right, that has put me in this position. Mm-hmm. So you, it's a 30-day program that it's, it's quite emotional, so... <coughs> It, it it wants you to really tell the truth to yourself about where you are so that mm-hmm. you can be able to cleanse yourself from this mm-hmm. energy and be mm-hmm. able to what, what, do what, what you time want is your What to time do. is your lunch? The lunch is at 10 a.m.
1: What time that. is your event?
6: Also at 10. Oh. I wish I could be there, it's but it's on the 17th. I'll definitely this get next the book. Weekend. Oh. The book launch is on the 17th.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, good. So, you must so come you, to come, my event. you come, you yes, come and, and yes, attend. Bahija, <laughs> uh, Saturday you're attending. Um, I'm expecting
2: to see everyone in this room at the event <laughs> <Men> on, <included. laughs> on Saturday. Men included.
1: Yeah, no, Men definitely. Included, Men included. Yes. <laughs> they yeah. are welcome. So, 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 um, 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 one, one thing maybe that I must, I must ask, um, Natasha and, and Dee. Right now I've realized that, um, women, Not only that women see themselves as competition in society Women see themselves competition as well in the business world Mm -hmm. In the corporate world (coughs) Do you understand? Why aren't women opening up opportunities for other women though?
5: I think that's what we're doing though, right? This is what we're trying to do Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I hosted this dialogue last year with a panel of five women across various ages and Mum Gertrude Shorpe and Frini Chinwala oh, nice. were two yeah. of the older women. Mm. And then w- they were one of the female four lists, and then a human rights attorney. Um, and then Nanangobese who's a beast, and Albert Lutuli's <laughs> granddaughter. Beast. She is a beast. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about, you know, women's roles and women in apartheid versus women now. Yeah. And. The younger people um, were saying, you know, we need to change the way society looks at women and we need to give women the chance to whatever. And the older women, the stalwarts, the soldiers were like, take your chance. Mm -hmm. Take it. Space is genderless. So there's no, just take full the space, whatever it is. Don't wait for somebody to take it. And I think that's what's happening in society now. That's what we're trying to do on Saturday. That's. You know what he's talking about that there isn't a competition we're just <laughs> women are with such a paradox we're the single most energized sector of society mm. and we're the most exhausted mm. we're tired of fighting but we can never stop fighting mm-hmm. for our space in society we're not competing against each other we're just tired of being not taken seriously So mm. there isn't a competition uh, for me mm. I don't think I think we're just we're, we're tired of not seeing change And now we're actually We're making change happen We're, we're taking the opportunities mm. Mm. Eddie? I
3: think for me um, I think we are, we are At that point where we are grabbing Each and every point, opportunity that mm. is coming our way I don't think um, We are uh, so much lazy that we are unable to wake up every morning and knock and 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 every door but i think what we've experienced in the past now we are now saying now it's enough you go walk in a bedroom already you are undressed Mm. so um we got to a point whereby we say okay (laughs) we are going to wake up in the morning Mm -hmm. and knock on the doors Try to gather ourselves together mm. and make ourselves be heard. Let us talk and be heard. And I don't understand why do we have um wom- minister of women, and and no one does. And then we we and then uh, something that is disturbing. We have a director general that is a man. What is he doing there? Mm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like Faith. for me, um, I look at that structure and I think. This is the most horrible structure I've ever seen, Um, let alone Mm. the previous one and the current one. But are we ever, (laughs) if we don't do it ourselves as this generation, besides of being a member of a parliament, if we Mm. don't do it ourselves as this generation, as professionals as we are, and try to impact whatever we went through and try not to um, re for it to happen to the next generation that we're trying to bring, so my focus mainly now is that how do we move from where we are and invite these young kids and to look up to us and stop saying, We need my Mandela. No, I want a person that will say, That deep saying, oh, yeah, I want that child to She's say, next that to you. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm tired of quoting, I must quote myself. You know, so and you must be quoted. I, I must Hell just yes. be seen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so it, I'm, I'm at that level and I, I think everything else around it, it all depends on us and for us to ignite what's inside of us. We've, mm. we, we, we all have it, eh? Hey? And we must all remember, not all, all of us are entrepreneurs. Please don't, don't wake up and say, I want to be an entrepreneur. Not all of us have mm. got that gift. Mm. Let us accept that. Be in line with the where you think you can. That's why they say I found my calling. Find yeah. it. Mm. Find your papers and use it in every possible way that you can. That is the only way that you can do it.
1: Hmm. V. Um. You found your calling. Uh, You're doing an event (laughs) on weekend. Um, Quickly tell us, where's your event? What time is it happening? And who are you inviting? Am I invited as man? (laughs) (laughs) What's uh, happening? Yeah, but we might ask you some tough questions. So, you know, at own risk. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, the event is taking place on Saturday Mm. uh, from 10 a.m. Saturday, the 10th of March, from 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. It is the Women on the Rise Africa Official launch, I suppose. If ever yes. there was going to be one, it's mm. our first event that we've ever done, um, and it's taking place at the Agog Gallery, which is number twelve Lower Ross Road in Maboneng. Uh, and it really, it's not—it's not one of those sessions where we're going to listen to four clever girls talk and then we're going to go home. Mm. It's about having a group discourse, and exactly what Dibusing is saying: how do we take ourselves from where we are? To where we want to be, and what proactive steps do we need to put into place, and who do we need to talk to? Mm-hmm. If we're not happy with the DG, l- why aren't we making noise about it? Mm-hmm. He must move. If yeah. we, as the women of South Africa, don't want him, why are we not lobbying yeah. and mm-hmm. making yeah. and speaking up yeah. and saying we don't want Batabile or we don't want that DG. It's about time that we just get vocal Mm. about the things that we need to see. And that is the whole purpose of the event. And I'm hoping that all of the ladies like yourselves in this room and in the country and in the city, whoever's available, come and lend your voice. Mm. There's no smart person in the room. We all have something to add and that's really the basis of
1: this. Okay. So is there a, a, a fee to this event?
2: There is. Yeah. So you have to yeah. register on quickit.co.za You can just search for Women on the Rise. Mm, these women are advanced. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> online registrations. It's 250 yeah. and that really pays for the the lunch afterwards. So there'll be a really nice um lunch and some bubbly and some, you know, cuz we we are women at the end of the day. We like fabulous <laughs> nice after we Incredible. after harfeditzakam zabalaz, <laughs> We want to drink champagne. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. So then, is it going to be a monthly event, quarterly? What's going to happen? So
2: I, again, um, I think we will allow the the, the attendees to drive that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I have taken the initiative of starting, but by no means is it mine. Mm-hmm. It's ours, mm-hmm. and I think if the if the women who are there say we want to see each other weekly, then that's what needs to happen. Um, mm. So at, at this point, it's not defined. Mm. I do think, though, at a bare minimum, we'll be, you know, convening some kind of a session m- monthly or every two months. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think. Look, it's urgent. We are in a crisis right exactly. now. So oh. the more we can meet and work, yeah. the better. Okay,
1: Natasha. Crisis. Yeah. We're in a crisis. What should we look forward to uh, over the over the weekend?
5: Well, I'll be speaking at Women on the Rise, mm-hmm. so I'll be there. So You're definitely invited, but right of admission reserved. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you stay or not, we'll see how you behave on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, if you go on to com, you'll find out where the book is going, where we're launching all over the country. We're doing some book fairs and things like that. Mm. Um, we also re- have already started the next uh, book in the series. Mm. I mean, we had to cut down so heavily for this one, so there's a lot of fabulous women. But we're looking for ideas and people. You know, you want. Did included. you say a book series? Did you say a series?
1: Mm. Yes. Yes.
0: Mm. yes we, oh my
2: God. We're yeah, you're,
1: you're sitting next to one yeah. as well there. Yep. Get, get to know her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I start qu-
5: quoting her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Buster, quickly, for people that want to get hold of you, get hold of the book?
6: So, the book is on my website, com. So, mm-hmm. that's the eis- most easiest way to just go to the site and order it there. It's 220. And you can also get it on Kindle and on Amazon. So, you can <coughs> read it online immediately. And, um, yeah, we are also uh, doing the other launch in Cape Town on the twenty-four, mm-hmm. and in Devon on the 14th of April. And anyone who would like to, um, yeah, chat on maybe a coaching session or anything like that, my details are on the website, busiselesho.com.
1: Oh, okay. So, um while he's coming to to give a, a inspiration to women or a closing um, with, of encouragement to women, Do you think there's hope?
0: Yeah, (laughs) after today there is. (laughs) We'll Uh, definitely be there on Saturday. Yay. Yes. Um, It's nice to have uh, uh, an event where there's action afterwards. Mm. So big ups to that.
1: Is it? Okay. Baija, 30 second word of encouragement to women that are listening that have given up on life.
4: (laughs) What? Drama. Ladies, we really need to actually just stand up. We need to um, shine. We need to make sure that we are seen. Um, acknowledge yourself first. I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. If if I acknowledge myself first, and if I'm okay first, I can then be okay for, and I can okay. help the next person, my Absolutely. family, my community, and and my country. So, we actually have to um, just let ourselves be seen as well, and really? and um, starting with ourselves first. So, okay. here we go. Yeah.
1: V. Mm-hmm. Before Boulelani closes.
4: What? Words of encouragement? Yeah,
1: to uh, women that are listening. I mean, I think a lot
2: has been said, but um, you, to all the women out there, you have to recognize that we are powerful. We are divine. We are God's chosen ones. We are the iPhone X of the human generation, you know. So you have to own that. And um, you are not... They cannot, we cannot, no one can put a price on your body. No one can put a price on your existence except yourself. And it's about how much you value yourself and that will determine the type of impact that you make in life. So I'm really looking forward, um, to the event and to the outcomes of the event and to us rising together.
1: Yeah. Melilla, clo- message to women in close for us. Don't date broke guys. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Um, Yeah, well, I'm not. Um, No, man, um, I just think more women need to really pick up their heads. Because so we do a variety of different initiatives and we work on different platforms. And it's seldom that you find a lot of women, maybe they're not given the platform. But I agree with what you said. Women need to take the platform by force if they're not given the platform. Because there's a lot of amazing and beautiful women I've come across in my life. And when you start to engage with them, you start to ask yourself a question. But why are you always quiet? It. Mm. You know why are you keeping it to yourself? And they've got this great potential, and they've got great things to say. But my only thing, on only request, is ladies, peek your head out because you've got an amazing story and you've got a lot to offer. Peek your damn head out, get things done. This is all that we had for you today on Three Sixty Base. My name is Deborah. For forty catches again for another exciting installment of Three Sixty Base. We out.
0: 360biz on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.